0: Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show. Wake up. With your chance to sound off. Give
1: your opinion. And tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU, Southern Utah's news talk leader. Welcome to the program nine almost a nine oh nine on KDXU. I'm Andy. Thanks for tuning in on this gorgeous Southern Utah day. It's a great, great time to be in Dixie. I've got Marianne Hamilton with me on today to uh, spend a little time with us. We had her on. Gosh, it's only been a couple of weeks, right? Since hey, we were here, Marianne. But That's less thank, than a month. Thank you for coming back. Um, One of the things that I I like to do is, is, and I've talked about this a lot on the show, I like to get experts uh, in particular areas because I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I am smart enough to know that I get people who know their areas, know what they're good at. And Marianne, you're good at physical fitness. Uh, You look like you're in your 50s and you're almost 70. Thank you, Andy. And you look fantastic. Uh, By the way, the current reigning Miss Senior Universe
0: Indeed, 2022.
1: How cool is that? Uh, and uh, Mary Ann has won, I think the number, correct me if I'm wrong, 49 gold medals? 43.
0: 43, okay. 43. Close,
1: Fine. close. Uh, yeah, well, it'll be 49 by the end of the year. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Maybe.
1: Uh, anyway, and, and so Mary has been, and, and this is when we when I first met you, Mary and it's been three years now, mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of the first thing that, that kind of, you know, we, we talked about when we first met it. I think it was a chamber fun- function mm-hmm. uh, years ago. And you are an active lady. You, you, you're you not the kind of person that sits <laughs> around and watches soap operas all day.
0: Not a whole lot of time for that in my life.
1: No. And so I, I thought it would be really cool to have you on and spend a, a little while talking about the need to stay active, especially as you age. Not not get less active as you age, which is the tendency for a lot of us, but rather sure. to get as active or more active the older we get. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you back.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I think it's just a question of rethinking how you, how you mm. become active and, and maintain your, your, your fitness level. And it doesn't mean – I was thinking about this um, about the last time that I was chatting with you, and I'm afraid that I left people, your listeners, with the impression that I think <laughs> that, you know, well, you can't do this, you can't do that. And that's not it at all. I just think that, um, you know, with age comes wisdom – and you get smarter about how you attack uh, your fitness program yeah, yeah, yeah. or
1: start it. Well, and, and, and by example, you do uh, race walking. Race walking. Uh, exactly. Race walking. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I can't run anymore. Mm-hmm. Or I can't play racquetball anymore. or I can't do basketball or whatever tennis, whatever it is I used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you're, you and your husband are a perfect example of, you adjust you on the kind of on the fly even you adjust <laughs> what it is you can do right so that you can still be physically active.
0: Well, that's actually how I began in race walking. I had had some uh, neck surgery, and my surgeon said no more running, no more weightlifting, mm. uh, which was you know the two things were the two things that I was most involved with in terms of fitness, and it was pretty upsetting to me. But then I. Yeah thought okay what else can i do and race walking power walking those kinds of activities are, are non-invasive they don't jar your spine which was what i had to worry worry about having had a, a cervical fusion and um race walking because you're maintaining contact with the ground at all times you're never landing you know it's on the ball pounding, yeah, yeah exactly landing on the ball of your feet um and it's a very fluid motion if you do it if you do it properly
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh you you know, we have people who come to the Huntsman World Senior Games who are in their 70s, 80s, 90s who are still competing. Um, are they going as fast as they were in the past? No, no not necessarily. But some right. of them are very, very competitive still. Hmm. And they can do it because it is a sport that you can do, you know, into your most golden years.
1: Let's, let's uh, take a time out on the fitness stuff mm-hmm. for a second. I know you, there were a couple of things you wanted to talk about. You're very involved in the arts. Yes. And also uh, of course it's Iron Man week. So it I know is. there's a couple of things you wanted to mention before we get into the fitness and take calls and And stuff. So let me let's let you talk about that. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Excuse
0: me. Sure. Uh, So for the last uh, five or six years, I've been a part of a group called Art Around the Corner, which is a nonprofit here in town that works very closely with the City of Saint George to install public art every year. Mm -hmm. And we're very excited that, um, in addition to the 31 new sculptures that we put in place in Town Square a few weeks ago, um, we've also been helping the city with the uh, production of a new mural, which is basically debuting this week, is celebrating Iron Man. Wow. And that's on the side of the uh, home lenders, hometown Lenders building on Main Street. I think it's um, 65 Main Street. And um, so the Iron Man competitors will actually pass by that when they're finishing up um, on Saturday, which is very exciting. It's a big, vibrant, beautiful uh, salute to Triathlon. And it's done by a local artist named T.J. Eisenhart. And there's a profile of him in an issue of St. George Health and Wellness Magazine.
1: Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Written by somebody mm, we know. I don't know. The Hamilton or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> something Hamilton. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, very cool. Um, and if you want to see it, uh, folks, just head downtown. You could do it right now or anytime today. I don't recommend you go down there unless you want to go down as a spectator on Saturday. <laughs> yes. Uh, because it's going to be kind of busy down there. But there's a weekend. lot going
0: on this week. Um, in fact... Uh, most of the athletes have been in town. If, if you've seen, if you've been out and about, you've probably seen a lot of spandex-clad, really fit people on really <laughs> expensive bicycles. Yes, <laughs>
1: riding well, and around. we're talking and, like ten to fifteen thousand yeah, dollars bicycles. Yeah,
0: and running as well, and and training out at San Hollow uh, Reservoir. And um, today actually is the um, begins the check in process at Ironman Village, which is in Town Square, and they set up this huge. Um, mini village of tents and things and with all the services and merchandise you would possibly want to buy yeah. and uh, the whole check-in process and that goes on all this week this evening is a really cool um, two couple of cool events at 4:30 there'll be the iron kids race oh cool yeah which is basically when the iron man competitors come to town they bring their families and you know how do you keep your kids and your you know happy and engaged so there's a race just for those kids and and the community kids as well at 4:30 And then at 5.30, there's the Parade of Athletes, which is going to be really exciting. Um, Hmm. There'll be all the flags from all all the competitors around the world along Main Street, and the athletes will parade in and... I'll be there in my
1: royal regalia, (laughs) (laughs) waving and saying
0: hi. An
1: evening gown in the 87 degree, no, actually it's cooler too. And and the howling wind,
0: which will be really exciting. Yeah, that'll be good. (laughs) And then on Thursday, there's a a free community concert that starts at nine o'clock in the morning and goes until the afternoon. Hmm. And uh, I'll be introducing some of the bands, but all the bands actually. And... We have uh, four really good acts lined up. Did
1: you say you'll be introducing them?
0: I will be, yes.
1: On stage?
0: Um, Well, what passes for a stage out there is Mm -hmm. it'll be on the uh, main and tabernacle.
1: Very cool. Where the
0: big monument is for Iron Man. My guess,
1: I don't know how you are, but for me, I'd be more nervous introducing other people than i am <laughs> just talking about what i talk about
0: oh no because you know they all bring their fans and those people who are there in the audience are ready to scream and you and go yeah 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 so you know okay. you have a built-in uh acceptance society there it's great
1: okay what bands are we going to have here let's Any-
0: see so the first one will be a dixieland jazz band Ooh, uh, that's yeah. uh, jim CB, who you might know he's a local mm-hmm. musician yeah, yeah. And his band um second one is lawn darts which is um i think they're a party band they do a lot of covers of classic I've rock heard and roll i've Uh, Then we have Amanda Barrick at 12 Noon, who's a wonderful, soulful uh, singer and spoken word artist. She's just, she'll rip your heart out through your nostrils. (laughs) And then she's also a really, really great rocker. She's terrific. And then it finishes up with um, a band called Closure, appropriately enough. And yeah, they're, um, they play basically every musical genre you can think of, from jazz to rock and roll, and really, really fun stuff in between. So it uh, starts at 9 o'clock and wraps up around 2.30 or 3.
1: And this is Thursday? Thursday,
0: Thursday all day okay. free on Main Street um, around Tabernacle.
1: I might have to find myself downtown on Thursday for some should. of that. It yeah. sounds really fun.
0: It'll be really fun.
1: Really fun. Yeah. Um, you uh, have anything else on Ironman? We need to be aware. Obviously, the big race is Saturday. Saturday. exact
0: Yeah. Um, I would uh, strongly suggest that people check out the routes and mm-hmm. you know for traffic closures because it's going to be pretty insane around town. You can go to the Greater Zion website, Greaterzion.com. Uh, there have been a lot of articles in St. George News the last few weeks, sort of cautioning people about what to expect and sure. where, where's the best place to go and observe. Um, so I would suggest people do their homework and, and be prepared because there it's going to be an impact. But if you think about the positive impact as well, the economic you know, drivers of Ironman are just massive. You know, There'll be millions and millions and millions of dollars being fed into the St. George economy from people who are in town staying in our hotels and eating in our restaurants and shopping in our stores and all those kinds of things. So if you just... Kind of trying to make peace with that for a few more days. Um, it's really, really going to be good for for all of us yeah. and exciting as well. It's a big, big deal for this—the first time to be outside of Kona ever in the history of Ironman.
1: Yeah, uh, it is uh, going back. This is I, I, the way they explained it to me is really weird. I guess this is last year's race that got canceled, mm-hmm. and it's happening this year here. They're actually having this year's race back in Kona in in the fall. Exactly. So
0: yeah, this is the 2021.
1: Ironman World Championship. So you could actually win two world championships in one year, although they wouldn't be called Right. The same thing, but,
0: and then we're uh, having the World Championship Seventy Point Three in yeah. in October, so.
1: and and it, and it is worth mentioning. This is the full Ironman, and they don't, they don't like to call full and half, but that's mm-hmm. basically what they are. Uh, which is one hundred and forty point six miles of biking, running, and swimming.
0: hi uh, it's uh, um I think two two point four miles of swim, one hundred and twelve yeah. miles of riding, and then a full marathon twenty six point two of running.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all in uh, one day. I, I have a friend who is very very physically fit, mm-hmm. and I said, hey. You you, you're gonna do the Iron Man? He said. Man, I could do the bike, I could do the run, he said. But I can't swim. A hundred feet, and right, I would be, right. I would be calling for lifeguards. <laughs> and <laughs> and that's actually of, of the Iron Man athletes I've talked to. That's always the, the swim is the, the struggle for most of it's them. It's
0: always because it's in open water and there's just no sense of where you are. It's it's very disorienting. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my uh, aerobics students last week asked me if I was competing. And I said, yeah, of course, when they allow water wings, e-bikes, and rollerblades, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll do.
1: Yeah, know. I'll be Harry there. Very
0: Iron Man, sure, no problem. Uh,
1: and especially if it's downhill for all those <laughs> things, too, yeah.
0: Downhill's tough though i've done a couple of half marathons that were downhill and i was crippled the next day but
1: not if you're on rollerblades no that's true i wouldn't that. do it on rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking with Marianne hamilton today uh of course got the big iron man week this week and uh, we ask people to be patient and check out the routes uh Kyle Whitehead, chief of police, told me, he said, for best results, go on the south side of town. If you have to get across town, go over to 700 south and and hit that end of town. That way you'll avoid all the Ironman stuff, which is in the kind of middle north side of town. So that'll help a little bit. Look at the
0: maps, greaterzion.com. They can help you out.
1: Yeah, awesome. Uh, We are talking uh, uh, fitness for... Those of us that are a little bit older uh, <laughs> in years. Before I get to that, I did want to do one one item of business. Today's impossible question. Uh, I did not have time to get to it and mention it on the air. It is on our website eight ninety kdxucom dot com. But uh, in case you don't want to don't, don't want to go to the website, the question today was about eighty percent of men currently own one of these, and I got. I would say somewhere in the neighborhood of about 50 guesses today, uh, from pocket knife to flip-flops uh, to a gun, a truck, sunglasses, uh, a cowboy hat. Anyway, I, I could list them all and take the whole rest of the show. But the answer today, being National Pet Week, is eighty almost 80% of guys own a pet, whether it's a cat or a dog or a lizard or a parrot or whatever. Uh, nearly 80% of guys own a pet. So how about that? Do you have a pet, Marianne?
0: I do not. We do not have a house that is pet friendly, unfortunately. Uh,
1: I don't, yeah. I don't actually don't own a pet either. So
0: I, I would uh, love to have a, a puppy.
1: My wife is uh, very, very uh, allergic to animals, uh, uh, dander, and, and she has asthma. It it, it triggers yeah. her asthma. So
0: I, I have that response to cats and, and cats always love me and they want to come up and nuzzle mm-hmm. against me and yeah, I, well, I'm sneezing and <laughs> eyes are watering. I love them, but they just don't love me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk fitness a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that you uh, had texted to me uh, that, that I was really fascinated with was the idea of um, being injured versus uh, being sore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, very personal experience. My mom has passed away now. But, uh, you know, we had the physical, the, not the physical, the uh, respiratory uh, the therapist say, you need to go out and get out and walk. Well, the the problem with that was that it hurt to walk. If if she started having to breathe heavy at all, uh, there was there was serious pain involved, and and that becomes a real thing, especially as we age, Marianne. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, yeah, I want to go out and do things. I want to go for a hike. I want to even you know go for a bike ride or or play pickleball or whatever it is. But man, it hurts. Can you kind of maybe explain the difference of what we're talking about here? Yeah, with I think pain the, and injury.
0: The difference between soreness and pain, uh-huh. and I think um, we've all experienced soreness if we, you know, haven't done something for a while, and then you go out and try it, even just do gardening or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you're using muscles you haven't used, and so, so soreness is a part of that, and that's a real natural thing. Um, typically, that'll last maybe two or three days, uh-huh. and. Um, it's uh has a much you know shorter duration of time pain is something that's really really intense and can come on like immediately mm-hmm. and it's like oh my gosh i have you know popped my achilles or something or there's a you, know, you can hear a snap or something that's really yeah. unfortunate um that's a really acute type of um, response and in the latter case you probably should see your doctor as soon as possible the former case if it's just soreness um you know, it it'll, it'll, might linger a little bit, but that's, that's about the amount of time. For me, actually, when I do a race, if I'm going to get sore or tired, it's usually 48 hours afterwards. Mm-hmm. Not so much the first day. Second day is when it really starts hurting. But then, it, you know, it passes after that. Um, so the ways to stay ahead of that, basically, is obviously you want to condition those muscles. You're not going to dive into something and, you know, try and run a marathon if you haven't, you know, run around the block first, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah. um, and, um, you know, condition your body. And of course, rest and hydrate, uh, certainly while you're exercising, if you can, make sure you're taking in enough fluids and okay. um, and then, you know, the resting afterwards. Let's, and then,
1: uh, let's talk about hydrate for a second. Yes, um, yes. There are so many liquids that you could take into your body. Uh, I used to be a real big-time Gatorade, Gatorade person, and then yeah. I got kidney stones. <laughs> and I don't drink Gatorade anymore uh-huh. because I don't want any more kidney stones. Uh, what would you recommend? The obvious answer is water. Is water the only answer or just the best answer in this case?
0: I think for, for me in particular, I used to try and drink you know Gatorade, Powerade, and then I started mm-hmm. reading about all the stuff that's in it, and it's really not so good for you. And those things it is really important to replace your electrolytes so you can maybe have a diluted version of that you know mm. maybe three parts water in one oh, part Okay so
1: water it down a little water down quite mm. a bit
0: so it's not you know like that concentrated mess in your kidneys yeah. um i i tend to have digestive issues pretty okay. frequently and that's tmi but it's the way things are and so i found that for me in particular water is just really the best thing to do hmm. and if i'm doing you know a long race i try to remind myself every mile okay take it take a few sips take a couple ounces take it in and you're you know you're getting rid of quite a bit as well
1: yeah
0: um so that's really really important and then after you finish your activity it's very very important to replace those fluids um that you've lost through sweat or, you know, exertion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's when you can have those electrolyte replacement fluids, maybe in a fuller strength. But I just think that they're
1: not that great of an too, idea. Too many things in them. <laughs> too
0: many things that you what, can't pronounce. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about smoothies or, or protein shakes?
0: Some of those are terrific. Um, mm-hmm. Just be careful. A lot of them are flavored with cream or ice cream or something. A lot something. of sugar. Lot sure, of sugar. But yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you know what the ingredients are, and you're looking at, you know, kale and fruits and those kinds of things, that's mm-hmm. a terrific way to get your your nutrients in and your vitamins and minerals and things. Um, but just again, be careful about uh, what the ingredients are. There's a lot of hidden hidden fats and hidden hidden sugars that you just don't need.
1: If you're, I I, I was looking at one at at a popular smoothie place here in town and Mm -hmm. and one of them had like 700 calories. I'm like, wait, what is in here? You
0: might as well go to Starbucks and have a, you know, latte with all the cream and sugar and stuff. It's basically Uh, the same thing. It's
1: crazy. Or a burger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think. Burger in a blender. I think a Baconator is only like 600 calories. (laughs) So, I mean, if you're going to go there, right? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh, water is the best answer. Uh, diluted uh, uh, power drinks uh, mm-hmm. might might be okay mm-hmm. as long as you don't you know get addicted to them like I was, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and don't finish it up with a coke or something, right, though. right, yeah, which is right. what you want to. Uh,
1: and then uh, and then protein shakes or smoothies are okay as long as they're not too high in calories.
0: Exactly, and they have you know more natural ingredients that you can pronounce and spell yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah the only problem i have with with those is mm-hmm. uh, if they are over if their color is overwhelmingly green, green. <laughs> i, I so have a tough way. time with that I, it's i know it's silly because i know what's in it and it's fine and mm-hmm. it, it actually tastes okay <laughs> but the color just gets to me and, I, and I, I i can't have a hard time getting over that one
0: you know what Kermit said it ain't easy being green right you know? i just i can't <laughs> do it right. either I, I can't get it down yeah yeah uh, so I wanted to sort of circle back on the ways to take care of uh, pain versus um, yeah. Uh, yeah, soreness. Sure. And um, if you have uh, soreness, basically um, something, or sorry, if you have pain that comes up right away, if you have an acute or a new injury, you want to put some ice on it. That'll mm-hmm. help um, your blood vessels constrict and it'll reduce swelling. That's a really good thing. Conversely, if you have sort of chronic uh, soreness in your muscles or a joint or something, that's when um, heat's a really good idea. Wow. So, that's you've
1: got, it, so you've got to figure out which is which exactly. so you know what to do with
0: it. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, applying heat will open up those blood vessels and let the blood flow and sort of help you do this, the healing that needs to take place. <sighs> um, but again, in every case... Especially if you're an older person starting an, um, an athletic program or a fitness program, see your doctor first if you have any kind of concerns, especially sure. if you have any, you know, Andy, I know you have some chronic issues that you're dealing with. Yeah. It would be really helpful to say, okay, what are the reasonable things I can do? What should I maybe do less of or, or avoid entirely? And then, um, you know, try and be realistic about what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. And what I've also found that's the really cool thing when you're starting an exercise program, find a partner. Find somebody uh-huh. that you want to work out with, or that will hold you accountable. Because uh, that's
1: what I was going to say. Accountability. Accountability.
0: <laughs> you know, there's, there's a reason why the Leukemia Lymphoma Society has been so successful in their marathon training program, and they've, since 1988, they've raised over 1.5 billion with a B dollars for wow. leukemia research and blood cancer research because they bring together in a team environment and you're all sharing the same pain, the same, same triumphs. Mm -hmm. And it's a really, really, uh, a great sense of shared community when you're out there sweating together and feeling that kind of sense of, Oh my God, I can't do it. Oh my God, I did it. You know, it's, it's a really cool thing. And if you have a workout partner who will, you know, they're waiting for you out in the morning, uh, when you don't feel like getting out of the warm bed, uh, you're much more likely to do it to go out there and and make it happen.
1: You work out with your husband a lot, right?
0: We try. Yeah. I mean, we, it's it's interesting over the last couple of years, he's kind of gone. Doug loves to do trail running and, Mm -hmm. and run up hills. I would rather stick a fork in my eyeball than run <laughs> up a hill. You I go like, up
1: that hill. I'm going to stay flat.
0: Exa- I love flat <laughs> paved surfaces, and so mm-hmm. um, when we first started sort of race walking, power walking together, that was great. We could do that together. But now he's, you know, he's he's older. He likes to do. He likes to be off on his own, basically, mm-hmm. and he loves trails, and that's terrific. Um, and I wish him all the best, and I'm there at the end cheering for him when he comes back. But I'm not, not going to do it. <laughs> no we do trail. go for a stroll together pretty often on you know on the trails around town because there are so many beautiful places to walk and just chat and catch up
1: very cool now he's won a bunch of medals too right
0: he has he's has he's and he's run a a number of ultra marathons which is pretty crazy really yeah he'll be 72 in in october and he's still training for the next couple of those and
1: ultra is that like two marathons in a row or three it's
0: uh basically anything over uh it's about 30 miles or more yeah
1: 30 miles or more unbelievable
0: He's yeah, he's he's a wild man.
1: <laughs> I, I need a vehicle, a car, if I'm <laughs> going to go 30 miles or more.
0: Well, he did get an e-gravel bike, so oh, okay. um, he made some concessions, so, you know, <laughs> the advancing years.
1: <laughs> We're talking with Marianne Hamilton today. We're talking about trying to get in shape, stay in shape, get back in shape, something. It, it's something we all need to do. Do you want to live to be... Eighty, ninety. I read uh, yesterday and uh, doing my little morning news. There are thirty-eight thousand Americans over the age of one hundred.
0: Wow, thirty-eight
1: thousand of them in America. Wow. And I remember saying to my wife once, and this was like in the in the nineties. I'm like, I don't want to live to be eighty or ninety because my quality of life would be awful. Mm. And that's changed. Things mm-hmm. have changed now. In fact, Marianne is a living testament that things have <laughs> changed. As you get older, you don't have to be. Uh, sitting in a wheelchair or using a walker, or decrep- or d- decrepit or whatever, you can choose your own lifestyle. So. I was
0: I was doing an interview with someone yesterday, and, and I said, you know, I refuse to accept that the best years are behind me. I mm. just don't think they're ahead. And are they the same as what was behind me? No, of course no. not. You know, yeah. but um, that's what's exciting to see how they they evolve and and play out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Best years are not behind you, folks. They mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. just well be ahead of you i'm going to get a weather break in marianne and we'll come back and we'll talk some more about getting fit when you're a little bit older hey stick around the sean hannity show with me sean hannity is next at one o'clock right now you are listening to my friend andy griffin right here on news radio 890 am 92.5 fm kdxu southern utah's news talk leader that one cracks me up. I have never met Sean Hannity, but we're both radio guys, so I guess that makes us friends, right? Uh, Marianne Hamilton is with me today, and uh, Sean Hamilton excuse me, Sean Hannity. Hey, Han- Hannity Hamilton, they're close. Anyway, Sean Hannity is on at one o'clock every uh, day here on KDXU. But, but we're with Marianne Hamilton today. We're talking about. Uh, Fitness, senior fitness. I guess I'm not technically. I don't know. It depends on what restaurant you go to. Whether or not I'm a senior. Right. I'm 56 years old, but uh, definitely had some uh, health challenges. And I was telling you before we went, out, we went on the air, Marianne. I ha- I've always been an athlete. But I you know played basketball twice a, twice a week at least mm-hmm. my whole life until a few years ago uh used to love playing tennis i was a, i played football at the collegiate level and and and, and at utah state i was able to go over there and be on the team for a little bit had some injury issues but uh i thought those were in my past now i've got some problems with my lower legs right now and i think i can't definitively say this and no doctor has said this but i think the injuries i got when i was younger are tied into what I'm experiencing now with my lower leg injuries. So think about that, folks, as you, as you age, that sometimes you might need a little extra help in some of those areas.
0: Yes, and aging is not for sissies.
1: No, no. Uh, but <laughs> but we can do it. And, and we kind of left and we went to break on the thought that our best years might still be in front of us and not behind us. It's just we might have to change what it is we like to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and uh, don't accept that you're relegated to the Barker lounger and Mm -hmm. the bonbons and the remote control. Um, There are all kinds of opportunities open to you for sure. Um, I think it's important to keep in mind um, the American Medical Association recommends that we all get um, just 150 minutes of moderate exercise each week, moderate aerobic exercise. That's only, um, you know, five days a week, half an hour. Yeah, we can do that. That's really easy. And you don't have to do it all at once. You can break it up into 10 minutes here or 10 minutes in the afternoon, 10 minutes stroll in the evening if if that works for you. Mm -hmm. Um, If you really want to amp it up a bit, um, 75 minutes per week of vigorous activity is is even better for you. And uh, they also recommend that you do at least two days a week of some kind of resistance training or weight training, like resistance Uh bands or working out with weights um, because you don't want to just be you know, the world's fastest runner. You need to have some strength as well. It's sort of, you know carry out your daily routine, picking up your groceries and picking up your child and things. It's important right. to have that upper body strength as well. Let's um, go back
1: for a second, Marianne, and talk about aerobic exercise. Mm-hmm. I remember all through school, even through college, it was like, we got to get aerobic. You've you know, you got to get that heart rate going. You've got to be heavy breathing and your blood pumping and stuff. How important is it and how much aerobic exercise do we need?
0: Oh, we, we absolutely need it. I mean, we have to keep the the heart pumping, but I mm-hmm. mean, the whole fallacy of you've got to go out and you know run a marathon a day it's it just used to insane. be an
1: hour a day yeah you've got to get an hour a right. day of aerobic right, right. exercise yeah
0: but i mean um there are other ways vigorous walking is really a good thing you can mm-hmm. swim you can dance you can do you know i think we talked about last time i was on you can do you know gardening <laughs> if you're uh, up and down quite a bit you're doing a lot of squats if you're um you know, running after your kids. I mean, there are, there are a lot of things that you or can do. Or grandkids. Yeah. yeah, your grandkids, exactly. Um, and it's, it's just sort of readjusting how you think about um, what your fitness routine is supposed to be. It doesn't have to be what you see, you know, our Ironman competitors doing on the streets here this week. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's good. That's good advice. Uh, and we can't stress, the, Marianne or I can't stress enough, the fact that if you just get out and do something. Yes, yes. Uh, Dr. Blodgett, who's on tomorrow, Mm -hmm. always talks about, just go for a walk. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. And and maybe you'll be slow at first.
0: Doesn't matter. And, you know, most humans, Of if you have average mobility, you can, you know, propel yourself forward. Mm -hmm. And over time, you can do it a little bit faster. It'll get easier. It'll get easier. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, again, it's a very, very non-invasive thing. Uh, The most important thing, I think, that I've been reading lately is just basically we all need to spend less time sitting. You know, mm-hmm. Even if you go out and do an hour of exercise in the morning, you can offset that really quickly by spending the rest of your day parked in front of your computer. Hey,
1: I worked out. I don't have to do anything else all that's day. That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> and that's just, just that's kind not, of silly. So any kind good, of yeah. light activity is good. To, you know, get up out of the chair <laughs> at least once every hour.
1: I remember one time filling out a paper. It was for a workout program, and, and uh, I was with a doctor, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and one of the questions was, how would you rate your normal daily activity? Right. And it was like a sedentary medium or, you know, you move a lot. I don't forget what the words were, but mm-hmm. I remember thinking, well, why does that matter? And what you say kind of rings true. It, it does matter because like you said, if you worked out in the morning, Hey, congratulations, good job. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't do anything else all day long, <laughs> if you sat and watched TV or played a video game or right. took three naps or whatever, you're kind of destroying the whole purpose of, of having exercise in the first exactly.
0: place. I I kind of laughed. Um, this is kind of off the subject, but when we first moved here, Doug and I were trying to start a, a walking group in the community. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of found out that there were a couple of groups and I went to one of them and it was basically a lot of ladies who... Wanted to walk around the mall and then go to Barnes & Noble and have pastries. (laughs) I thought, well, that's kind of a fun thing, but maybe you're kind of undoing the good that you've just done. Mm. And it's kind of a similar thing with sitting after you've exercised in the morning all day. So you do want to, um, you know, get up and move. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you can have the best benefits of all if you can have at least 300 minutes a week. That's five hours per week. Again, that's not an hour every day. That's still pretty manageable. An hour a day is... A, a walk if you're out there talking with somebody and having a good good time sure
1: and, and enjoying it, and, our beauty and it doesn't have to be an hour of hardcore working out a week exactly. uh, a day i mean it, it can just be an hour of activity mm-hmm. an hour moving of activity. Exactly. moving i like it.
0: um and basically you know you what you would do want to sort of gradually increase the amount of of time that you're out there and the intensity but that's that's a slow process don't try and do it all at
1: once can we talk again about the soreness factor? Uh, how long, if if I try, say I go for an hour walk mm-hmm. and I come home and my knees hurt and my back hurts and it's it's chronic stuff, but it's mostly just sore calves and sore muscles. Mm-hmm. How long is that going to last and will I ever get over that?
0: You should. I mean, you're, over time, your body will get conditioned to mm-hmm. that repetitive movement. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I would I've been told the best thing is to take, you know, some sort of Mm anti-inflammatory and um, you know, I said, if it's if there's really pain or if you have a chronic condition and you you want to apply that heat. Um, And if it lasts again, if it lasts more than two or three days, then there's something else maybe that you should be investigating with your doctor.
1: But uh, just uh, getting, getting that repetitive motion, I guess, getting used to it. Oh
0: my gosh. When I first started training with a race walking coach, um, so there's a muscle in the front of your um, shin here. Mm-hmm. It's, I forget what it's called. but um,
1: The front of the shin muscle. The front of the fr- shin
0: muscle, yes. <laughs> and I'm sure somebody will call him with a, the correct name. Yeah. Um, or but text me. When you're uh, training, because race walking involves landing on the heel first, so you're flexing your foot up, mm-hmm. and this, this muscle here ends up getting flexed. And I had never done that before. Oh. And the day after I my first thing, hurt, I couldn't huh? walk and <laughs> I called Art and said, Hey, you know, I'm crippled. This thing hurts in front of my shin. He goes, Oh yeah, yeah, don't worry, you know, that'll that'll get strong.
1: That'll go away. <laughs>
0: it went away. And the first three or four days that I trained with him I was in agony. But he was absolutely right. I mean, basically after about a week or so it was toughened up and hmm. you know i was good to go but it was it was a little painful getting there
1: we've all done things i think where we discovered muscles we didn't even know we yes, had and yes. they heard yeah so uh didn't the, know i
0: wanted to have that one <laughs> did, didn't want
1: to have it the key is to uh to power through those um yeah. okay let's see we're now we still got a couple minutes till break if you wanted to continue on with what you were talking about with the
0: uh hmm?
1: the 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 kind of, kind of the idea is to power through some of the pain mm-hmm. especially if it's not an injury yeah uh, to get yourself. To the point where you can do these things over. I was actually going to ask you about swimming. Now, swimming is about as low impact as there is out yes. there. My dad, bless his eighty-six years old, swims Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, does a certain number of laps. I'm not going to give away all his secrets, but he does <laughs> does a certain number of laps, and he has a goal to get to those laps every time. And it doesn't matter if it takes you know thirty five minutes or if it takes sixty five minutes. He's going to get to that exactly. number. Uh, how beneficial is swimming? Is it? Oh,
0: it's it's one of the best best exercises you can do. Forms of exercise. Mm-hmm. It's an overall workout, um, and it's it's especially good for people who are a little bit older, uh, who maybe have limited mobility. I mean, I have people that come to my water aerobics classes that can. They come out with walkers or you know canes or whatever, hmm. and I think, oh my gosh, how are they going to? How are they going to do it? Yeah. And they get in the water and they're just like fish. You know, they're just the water is very supportive. You weigh something like. You know, one-third of your normal body weight when you're in the water, so you can really move. Um, And swimming is just uh, cardiovascularly a superior form of exercise. It really, really is. Mm. And, it's um, again, it's low impact. It's not going to hurt something that's that's injured. Um, And, in fact, even just walking in the water or running in the water is a fantastic form of exercise because it's low impact. The water supports you without, you know, jarring your spine, jarring your knees, jarring your hips or your neck or any of those kinds of things.
1: And, and you don't even really, the the thing I like about working out in water is you don't feel like you're actually doing any, mm-hmm. any, anything mm-hmm. that's hard. You might be sore later. <laughs> <laughs> if you <laughs> but, do it right, yeah. <laughs> but, but at the time, you're like, yeah, this is easy. I, I don't even feel like I'm working out. And then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah, you're sore later. and are like, huh, I guess I did work out. Well,
0: you know, the classes that I teach... Um, I, I always encourage everybody to modify if you have some sort of issue, you know, shoulder replacement or knee replacement or whatever. But I also suggest a series of exercises that are pretty intense mm-hmm. and people come out of the water and say, oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, you killed me. Yeah. But they're happy about that. You can get a really, really, really uh, vigorous workout in the water. If you put your mind to it.
1: One thing Marianne told me is when she was younger, she wasn't really a fitness person. Oh, no. You, you in, in fact, you were kind of the opposite of that, right? For a <laughs> while.
0: Oh, yeah. I was the one sitting on the couch with a Nancy Drew book and a peanut butter sandwich and my Coke bottle glasses. And <laughs> I just it never, ever occurred to me that it, being active or being you know, athletic could be ever in my in my life.
1: And, and now you are incredibly athletic. You are Miss uh, Universe, Senior Universe. <laughs> Universe. How does they uh, Miss Senior Universe. Miss Senior Universe. Yes. Okay.
0: Ms. Ms. Yes. Ms.
1: And, yes. and uh, here you are talking about fitness on, on the radio. Did you, um, what changed, what what turned in your life to make it so that you kind of thought, okay, I, I can be athletic?
0: Yeah. I think I got into my mid to late forties and um, my Prior husband was a, a tennis pro, actually,
1: mm-hmm. and his
0: entire family were very, very, very uh, accomplished tennis players and athletes. And just being around them, of course, I felt like I was, you know, on another planet because I had not been physically fit at that point. But I sort of got the courage uh, to. The jogging became popular in California at that time, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll try. You know, I'll try that. It doesn't require much more than a good pair of tennis shoes, and so it, it took a lot of courage to work myself into putting on a pair of shorts and going out in public and, and trying to jog People will and see me Yeah, please. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't, you know, go very far the very first few times, but then, you know, over time, of course you just get better and better and you start. And mm-hmm. I was able to, uh, you know, cover some mileage. And when I finished my first, uh, 5k, I thought, whoo, you know, this is yeah. pretty, pretty sweet. Three miles. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And then, then a 10 K and then over time, Then I discovered weightlifting and all those kinds of things. And I was able to get my body into um, a place where I felt better about myself. Unfortunately, I got a little too carried away and (laughs) ended up injuring myself.
1: I was going to say, it's not not like it was a happily ever after type thing. You had surgeries and injuries and things that... that uh, tripped you up along the way?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to be a little Type A about <laughs> some things in my life, and when I started seeing muscles developing in my body and you know all that kind of stuff, I I kind of went overboard, and I was I was lifting a lot, so mm. I ended up injuring myself.
1: You wanted to be one of those uh, those uh, Miss Universe uh, bodybuilder workout bodybuilder types, huh? <laughs> All right, we're going to take another commercial break. When we uh, come back, we would love to have you call 673-5890 or you can text me. The text line is 435-467-5842. We're talking with fitness guru and Ms. Senior Universe, Marianne Hamilton. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the program. I'm Andy. Here with me today is Marianne Hamilton, Ms. Senior Universe. Ms. See, I got the Z in there that time. Uh, but uh, if you want to check out Marianne is there somewhere we can see pictures of you online or something where, oh, sure. because I think people need to understand that you are very fit number one and you uh, look pretty good in your evening gown and crown so
0: <laughs> uh, if you google Miss org, okay you'll find uh, there's a website there and there's a picture and number of pictures and uh, when I was crowned I, you know, I sent a little message to this the Spectrum here in town, and they did a nice story, and that ended up going on the AP wire, and it ended up all over everywhere. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, so there were lots yeah. and lots of stories. It ended up in U.S. News and World Reports, as a matter of fact, which is crazy. Uh, so, the, yeah, anyway, lots lots of pictures you can find.
1: Okay, very cool, Marianne Hamilton. It's M A R I A N N E hamilton and uh yeah check her out online she was in the parades in parades recently and yep. uh, i think you had that's one bad thing about winning that crown is you have to wear evening gowns all the time
0: oh that's not a bad thing
1: doesn't that get a little i mean everybody else is in shorts and you're out there all gussied it, up. it's a
0: little tough on the fourth of july in that parade i have to say oh, yeah. <laughs> it was last Especially year it was here, about 147 yeah. degrees out there yeah, but so. um but it's fun it's, it's kind of the it's kind of the uniform of you know mm-hmm. somebody who wears a crown
1: we yeah. were right behind the in the in the uh, cotton Days uh, parade last saturday we uh-huh. were right behind the ivans uh, royalty yes yes and they were decked out in the full evening gowns and you know prom dresses whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. and i just after a while i was like i feel bad for them because they were you know they one of them had what do you call it, the petticoats and all that oh, stuff yeah. and was really decked out and i'm like that's got to be hot <laughs> Because it was like eighty-five degrees. It's just—it's just
0: just kind of a a fun role to play, and you, you kind of forget all of that because people are so happy to see to see you and wave and cheer and smile and. You, that energy comes back to you, and you you just sort of forget what you're feeling physically, and just get into the the excitement of the moment. It really is fun. I love being in parades. I really oh, that's do. That's
1: awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, if you want to text on the show, we're down to about five minutes. Four three five four six seven five eight four two is my text line. If you would rather call in, call four three five six seven three five eight nine zero. If you want to ask Marianne a fitness question, uh, one of the texts we got a few minutes ago was. Um, uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing, by the way, Marianne, but basically I haven't really exercised much in the last 20 years. What's the best place to start for me as a senior?
0: I think uh, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. First of all, check with your doctor and make sure that you don't have anything that's preventing you from, from taking on an exercise program.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then assuming all that's good, um, really, I know it sounds boring, but... Walking is a great way to get started. Again, if you have average mobility, uh, you can propel yourself forward, and uh, you'll walk faster over time and and healthier and stronger. Um, Pickleball is a really cool sport, as you Mm -hmm. know, Andy, even if Mm -hmm. you have some sort of um, physical issues going on, uh, especially if you're playing doubles. It's a real social sport. It doesn't require a huge amount of huffing and puffing and running. I mean, there right. is certainly technique involved, but it's something that you can do. It's why it's so popular, I think, was, mm-hmm. especially among the senior set.
1: Well, and, and I will say this. Um, it, it used to be I would scoff at the idea of playing pickleball with mm-hmm. a 70-year-old woman or an 80-year-old guy. Well, guess what? <laughs> they P- can beat pick- your pick- pants pickle off. Pickleball yes. is a pretty good equalizer yes, because yes. if you know how to position yourself and you know how to hit the ball correctly, uh, and you have some mobility, you don't have to have a lot, but mm-hmm. if you have some mobility, uh, you can be good. And it doesn't matter if you're 65 uh, you know, and, and had eight kids and 87 grandchildren, okay. you can still get out there and do it. And I know some of the best players I know are, are female, are uh, older people. Yep. And they're just they just know how to play and and uh, and they also get a workout and I, I love that I played last night for an hour and forty minutes and, and I'm sore yeah. but I was glad I did it and it was fun good so.
0: um, that's it's outstanding I, I love pickleball I'm not any good at it but it really really is fun it's just a great great uh, you know. It brings you a great sense of euphor- euphoria mm-hmm. when you play. Um, I was also going to suggest uh, to your to your listener that possibly taking a yoga class might be a good place to start as ah. well. Um, yoga is very, very, uh, if it's done properly, it's it's gentle. There are certain you can certainly call your um, you know local. Uh, rec department or wherever you're going to be taking the classes and find out if it's for beginning or intermediate or advanced. The advanced ones you know, are certainly more physically demanding to hold those poses, and some of them are kind of uh, challenging. But the beginning yoga classes are a really good way to uh, sort of get in in touch with your body, feel stronger, and and get stronger pretty quickly.
1: And if you want to wade in, you're a little nervous about showing up somewhere and doing yoga, you can Look it up on YouTube or, exactly. or wherever. And just, I mean, there'd be like a 10 or 15 or 30-minute video uh, video uh, showing you how to do it. And yep, or, or come to San Hollow are.
0: Aquatic Center and take yeah. an aqua yoga class where you're taking yoga in the water, aqua which is yoga. really, really, really wonderful and very calming and very, um, it's very doable for somebody who's just starting out.
1: I wouldn't recommend the corpse pose in the water, though. That, that probably <laughs> no, or downward-facing so dog. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But, but you know, you mentioned yoga. Uh, I, I'm a guy. Hey, I'm too cool for yoga. There's oh, no way I'd ever do true. that. But uh, I, I learned a few years ago that, uh, first of all, yoga is really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and second of all, it can really do so much for you. Uh, I am right now, because of my... My, my physical issues I've had, uh, I'm very unflexible. I'm very ah, stiff. Yeah. And uh, so I need to get back into yoga because that can, that can help.
0: And it's um, especially uh, beneficial in terms of the balance that it, that it helps you acquire, mm-hmm. which is really, really important as we get older. You know, you can fall and break a hip really easily or just <laughs> fall and break all kinds of things. And it's yoga true. really helps you develop and maintain fantastic personal balance.
1: I was actually talking with someone yesterday about balance and how falling becomes a real issue it as does. you age. It, it does. really does. And, and even if you fell on your carpet you know, at home and you had a soft landing, you're probably still going to be sore and exactly. it's still going to be hard to get back up.
0: And if you, you know, if you fall on the bathroom tile in your home alone, you could mm. you know, bash your head or something. That's not a good thing. You really, really want to be able to navigate through life without, you know, without danger.
1: <laughs> My wife uh, uh, came around. Uh, she actually had just come through a door, and our little one and a half year old granddaughter was right there. And my wife moves fast all the time. Yeah. And she decided instead of plowing over her granddaughter, she was going to acrobatically avoid her. Oh. And unfortunately, she my wife went flying and hit her head on a door jam. And oh, I mean, the man. whole it was a scary situation. The baby was okay, <laughs> but my wife wasn't. Yeah, so had, good oh my gosh, for a is while. she okay? Well, yeah, she's okay, although. Like with us older folks, when you know, now her neck ow, and ow, her, ow. Yeah, yeah. everything hurts. So yeah. that's that's the way, way it is. Well, Marianne, uh, thanks for coming on. I'd like to have you on uh, on a semi-regular basis and just talk about phys- uh, senior physical fitness and, and ways that we can attack this aging thing that we're all going through.
0: That would be an honor. Thanks so much, Andy.
1: Love to have you. We're out of time. Uh, Marianne, thanks so much. Have a great day. Time now for news.